The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. Rebound, Pierce able to save it. Got it into Linder. And they run the other way, coast to coast, putting it up, scoring, and a foul to go along with it. Chance at a three-point play here for Pates. Tonight, the 2019 season tips off in Axtell as the Wildcats host the Pleasanton Bulldogs. High school basketball on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Right wing, good bounce pass underneath the Bergstrom. He'll land up and in. Tyler Danberg with an outstanding assist. Pleasanton is in the top 10 preseason rankings, including a number one slot for the Lady Dogs, while Axtell is looking to start their conference season with an upset on their home court. It's the Bulldogs and the Wildcats coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Axtell with ESPN Sports' Randy Bushcutter right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Good evening and welcome back here to Axtell as the Wildcats try to salvage one of the two games here against Pleasanton. Pleasanton comes in rated on both the boys and the girls' side. Well, the girls certainly showed why as top-ranked Lady Bulldogs win here in Axtell, 58-32. But now it's up to the number 10 team, uh, Pleasanton's boys, to be able to kind of hold, serve, and finish the sweep here. And Axtell would love very much to change that. A year ago, Pleasanton couple games over 500, played pretty well down the stretch, quite frankly, and they bring a lot of guys back. But Axtell has a pretty veteran ball club as well with a lot of athleticism, some very good players. Weir's a good basketball player, Danberg, Heinrichs. They bring some starters back, so this could be a very interesting boys game. And Axtell will have a little bit of an advantage in that Pleasanton just hasn't had a whole lot of time to practice because of their long run in the state football playoffs. So we'll talk about that and a whole lot more as we continue with more of the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. We'll step away for a moment, back with the starters right after this. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance. Trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Contact Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. Pedley Drug and Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, Hallie, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from everyone at Pedley Drug in Minden. 
Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now. But if you want to take advantage of in-stock incentives, first pick on their 2020 inventory, or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and shop the full lineup of Tigers and exclusive StarCraft deck boats. They also have great buys on fishing boats and pontoons. The biggest selection from the east to the west coast. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Cardi. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back here to Axtell. Let's give you our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for Pleasanton. Their starters are Seth Eckel, a 5'8 senior. Kessler Dixon, also a senior, 6'3". Jackson Keyshaw, 5'11 senior, and our athlete of the month. He will make the start as well. Brady Klein, also a senior at 6'1". And to round out the five-senior starting lineup here for the Bulldogs, it's T.J. Bailey. At 6-5 for head coach Jeff Vetter. Assistant coach is Mitch Olson and Zach Schmidt. For Axtell, their starters are Tyler Danberg, a 6-3 senior. Zach Heinrichs, 5-10 and a senior. Nick Pearson, a 6-foot-tall senior. Jacob Weir, 6-1 and a senior. And Brennan Runge, a sophomore, will make the start. He is 6-foot-tall for head coach Brett Heinrichs. Rob Heinrichs, the assistant coach, and assistant coach Dusty Jura. That's your starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Pleasanton, Axtell, the cats and dogs do battle again here in the Fort Kearney Conference when we return to Pleasanton. Excuse me, when we return to Axtell. I drove here, by the way. When we return to Axtell, right after this timeout. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Welcome to Freddy's. How's it going, bud? My parents said we're going plant based. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. Every once in a while, a kid needs a treat. A dirt and worm Sunday, please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. Come enjoy our Freddy's Dirt and Worm Sunday. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. Pleasanton Livestock is your source for Pearson headgates, chutes, tubs, and more. 
as well as feed, scale systems, alleys, and much more. Pleasanton Livestock likes to make it easy for their customers to find what they need with as little stress as possible. So make sure you visit their website at PersonLivestockEQ.com. That's Pleasanton Livestock Quality Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. And welcome back here, just in time for the tip. Tip being controlled and then knocked out of bounds off of Pleasanton. So it will be Axtell with the first possession of the game. They inbound it and are working it around the perimeter here, but sliding with a little jump stop here is going to be Brennan Runge. So the sophomore will turn the ball over to get things started here. The only sophomore on the court. The other nine guys are all seniors. So even though it's early in the season, both these two teams pretty pretty veteran out there. Seth Eckel. Facing some zone defense here as they're going man-to-man. Excuse me, going zone, trying to trap here about three-quarter court. And they'll give it to Seth Eckel. Eckel in the offensive end, gives it to Jackson Keyshaw. Keyshaw throws it on the right side here for Kessler-Dixon. Dixon gave it away, gets it back. Now he's going to lob it down a low block here for T.J. Bailey. Bailey's going to drive through as he shot deflected out in the hands of Brady Klein. Klein's going to drive a one-handed shot off the glass and good. Brady Klein with the first points of the season here for Pleasanton as they lead it here early 2-0. Bulldogs going man-to-man right now with their defense. Yeah, but they're trying to pick it up about three-quarter court as well. Heinrichs is in the offensive end. He'll stop at the jump at the uh, right side. He'll kick it back out here for Runge, and Runge will hit a three. Brandon Runge with the three-pointer. And we got a little stoppage here because, well, we used to always call that a flat tire. Seth Eckel has to fix his shoe. And they uh, will inbound it to Eckel after he makes the repair there. And they'll trap the basketball. But they kick it up ahead here for Jackson Keyshaw. He has it the offensive end. Gives it for Seth Eckel. Eckel driving. Right wing will give it off here for Dixon. Man-to-man right now is Axtell. Hand off here for T.J. Bailey. Jaley kicks into the corner for Jackson Keyshaw. Back out to Bailey. Well behind the three-point arc. Off of a screen, Klein has it top of the circle. Now backs off on that right wing. He'll set a screen here after passing to Kessler-Dixon. He'll drive off glass good. Kessler-Dixon, nice aggressive attack to the basket, and Pleasanton back on top here, 4-3. to three. Early on, we're going back and forth here, and on the bounce is going to be Heinrichs. Heinrichs working against the pressure here of Eckel. Now he'll dribble back out to the center jump circle, and he'll kick the ball left side here for Runge, and Runge going to be held. This officiating crew called it tight in the girls' game, I think we're going to call it tight here in the boys as well. That'll be a reach here on Jackson Keyshaw. And we call for his first foul of the season, and they'll inbound here for Runge. Runge off the screen, gives it back out here for Weir. And now at the right side, Danberg. He's going to drive, kiss off glass, good. Tyler Danberg, after they entered it in, kicked it back out on the right wing. He drove in, took it off the glass, and puts Axtell back on top. We've had four buckets and four lead changes. On the attack, the ball is going to be knocked out of bounds off the hands of Tyler Danberg. They're trying to bounce it up ahead here for Kessler-Dixon after throwing it in in the corner. 
but recognizing it there is Danberg, even though he couldn't make the steal. He did force the ball to be inbounded on the baseline. He'll be kicked out here for Seth Eckel. He's going to drive. That's a tough shot, and the rebound is going to be pulled down here by Stoddard. So they'll get the bucket. Nice rebound here. Not Stoddard, rather, but by Pearson. Nice little drive on the inside. The attack, and the ball is going to be knocked out of bounds. So it stays here with Axtell. After Weir got the rebound on the other end of the court, Zach Heinrichs inbounds it. It's doing be deflected. It'll be a turnover on the run here. Seth Echo. He'll bounce it up ahead here for Brady Klein. Klein missed the shot, but he puts up a, um, a rebound. That'll go out of bounds, and it was last touch by Axtell. So a couple of opportunities here. But no points so far for Pleasanton. They trail it 5-4, and the ball is going to be bounded and swatted back into the air immediately by Runge. So they set up the inbounds. It's going to be deflected. Dixon shot. He'll get the rebound. And then they'll kick the ball back out here for Klein. Klein will fire the three-pointer. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Kessler-Dixon. Dixon helps work the ball inside. Backing in is Bailey. He'll kick it out here. Open three for Echo, and Echo will hit the three. Seth Echo drains the three-pointer to put Pleasanton back on top here, 8-7. to seven. And dribbling down that sideline, we're going to have a block here on Keyshaw, and Jackson Keyshaw is going to be called for the foul, and now we got a technical. So the reaction after the ball, we got the block, and that'll be... On him, and then a technical. There's going to be a little push after the uh, the play here. So first things first here, we're going to be shooting the free throws, and then we'll inbound the basketball. The Keyshaw is also called for the technical. So he's got three fouls, and the uh, free throw by Tyler Danberg is up and good. So he hits the first of two free throws. And the second free throw is up and good. So that'll tie things up at seven. And again, the big thing here is the uh, technical on Keyshaw with with the push, which, by the way, I did not see. He's got three fouls. So ball inbound here for Zach Heinrichs, and Heinrichs went over and back. The established position just barely in the offensive end and then turns the ball over. So on the bounce here, bringing the offensive end, going to be Pleasanton. They'll give it to Brady Klein. Klein kicks out for Kessler-Dixon. Dixon will give the ball back out here for Connor Hand. And came in for Keyshaw after those quick couple of fouls. Eckel, he'll drive, he'll scoop, he'll score. That's an athletic drive there by Seth Eckel. That was in traffic. So well done there. Weir will face a little bit of pressure by Bailey. And he'll give the ball to Heinrichs. 
Heinrichs, left-handed dribble in the lane. He'll step through, take it off glass, good. Zach Heinrichs. Nice little ball fake there as he created his own space. Entry pass on the inside. Shot's going to be deflected off the hands of the Wildcats. With the block out of bounds is uh, going to be Calvin Johnson. Johnson gets the block, but the basketball will stay here with Pleasanton. No inbound the ball here for Kessler-Dixon. Off of the screen, they'll get it over there for Hand. Connor Hand will cycle through after giving it off to Klein. Off the screen, Dixon has it. Dixon in the lane, jump stop. He'll kick the ball back out for Bailey. Bailey will drive down to the low block. Back out here for Klein. Klein will drive. He'll scoop. Missed it. Rebound still being fought for. Loose ball picked up by Klein. Klein will drive. Can't get the shot to fall, but he is fouled. And so that'll get him to line for a couple of shots. And the foul, I believe, they give it to 30 or 20. Yeah, they gave it to Calvin Johnson. That'll be his first foul of the game. And the free throw is out the iron and no good. But Johnson came in for Nick Pearson, so it wasn't that wasn't part of the discussion. I just wasn't sure which number it was. Second free throw. Is up, and it is good. So Brady Klein makes one of the two free throws. And that will put Pleasanton back on top here, 10-9. to Been a very entertaining first quarter so far. On the bounce is Heinrichs. By the way, the UNK volleyball team won their first game tonight. And they lead it uh, one game to none in the best of five. Three-pointer is going to go off the iron and no good. And it goes out of bounds. So they beat Oklahoma Baptist 25-21 in game number one. And they're regional in Kearney. Ball inbounded here for Tice Westland, who just came in just a moment ago. And he lost the ball momentarily. And the ball is going to go off the hands of one of the Axtell players. So Connor Han is going to inbound. And off the inbounds, they'll get it to the low block here for T.J. Bailey. Bailey back it in. Three-second count going on. Loses the basketball as Danberg comes up with the steal. So that'll be a turnover. Nice defense there by Axtell. Axtell has it. Spin move by Heinrichs. Bounce pass down low looking for Calvin Johnson. Ball is tipped out back in the hands here of Weir. And Weir will roll it back out for Heinrichs. Heinrichs stops in the lane. Has to stop because of hand. Nice a ball fake. Leans in. And he'll get the bucket. Zach Heinrichs got hand to move just a little bit and was able to step around him and hit the shot. So Heinrichs now with four points in the ball game. Ball back in the hands here. Brady Klein. Klein backing in. Gives it the hand. Hand will flip back out for Klein on the baseline who lost the basketball. Hand Axtell forces the turnover. So Coach Heinrichs barking out instructions here. And they'll inbound the basketball here for Zach Heinrichs. Heinrichs gives it the weird long pass up ahead for Danberg. Danberg will shoot off the iron. No good. Back down there for the rebound is T.J. Bailey. And Bailey was in position. Axtell tried to lean in and get the rebound. And that is going to cost Tyler Danberg a foul.
So on the baseline, it's going to be Kessler-Dixon. Dixon will inbound the ball here for Seth Ackle. Heinrichs, a little token pressure. Now they'll put the pressure on as they kick back out here for Tice Wesley. Wesley's going to kick here on the left side, and a long jumper is going to be no good, and rebounded by Heinrichs. So Heinrichs will pull down the board, and he'll dribble the ball up court himself. Minute 29 to go in a very entertaining quarter number one. Weir gives it top of the circle for Calvin Johnson. Johnson loses the basketball. It rolls through the legs of one of the defenders. Rungi comes up with it. Then he loses the basketball, and now it's picked up by Eckel. So Axdell does turn the ball over. Eckel throws it up ahead here for T.J. Bailey, and Bailey has the ball tied up. Had it above his head and then behind him, and he got tied from behind. Possession arrow is pointing to Pleasanton, so they will inbound the basketball. Colin Soderquist is going to check in here for the Wildcats. Rungi will come out. So Soderquist, the senior, will come in. And on the baseline, it'll be uh, Klein inbounding the No, check that. Bailey inbounding the ball. He'll lob it on the right side here for Kessler-Dixon. Klein now has it near midcourt. And he'll work off of a screen, dribble on that right side, gets another screen. They fight through it, and they'll kick it to Bailey. Entry pass inside. Good post move here by Westland, and Westland will score. Nice entry pass in for Tice Westland. And Westland will step through for his first bucket of the season. Pleasanton back on top here with 45 seconds to go. Dribbling right wing here is going to be Soderquist. Kicks back out for Heinrichs. Heinrichs, nice jump stop. Empty uh, bounce pass in underneath for Danberg, and Danberg gets the bucket. They all clapped on Heinrichs, and Heinrichs was able to dump it inside here for Danberg. So Axdell back on top here, 13-12. to 12. Driving the baseline is Echo. Echo will throw it back out here for Wesley. Top of the circle for Klein. Klein around the perimeter will hand the basketball for Echo. Echo off of a screen set by Bailey. Will drive, scoop, and score. Great drive there off of the screen. Echo will get the bucket. Ten seconds now for Axdell. They trail by one. On the dribble is Heinrichs across the timeline. Kicking in the corner. They get the ball out here for Soderquist. Soderquist, long three-pointer, going to be no good. Ball out of bounds on the baseline at the buzzer. The Axel got the three-pointer off but couldn't cash in. So it is Pleasanton who leads after the first quarter, 14-13. to 13. We'll be back to Axel right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most in your fields and yields. They don't lie. With over a thousand top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Well, the Ravenna girls won over Amherst 50 to 37 over on Power 99, and at uh, last report, Amherst leads Ravenna 17 to 15 at the end of the first. Doug's got the call for you over on Power 99. And let's uh, just kind of remind you that all the Internet streaming of all of our games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney Holdridge Lexington and in Lincoln. 
So Heinrichs will have the basketball as Axtell will start the second quarter with the Rock. Runge has it. He'll bounce pass it here right side for Weir. Weir will fire a three off the iron and no good. Nothing but red jerseys there. They fight amongst themselves, lose the basketball into the hands of Pearson. Pearson will put up a shot. That one won't go. And the ball deflected around and tipped out of there, and it goes off the shoulder of Brian Brennan Runge and out of bounds. Good hands there by Pleasanton to force the turnover. So Seth Echo will bring in the offensive end here. Off of a screen, he'll fire a three. That's going to be off the heel, no good. And rebounded by uh, by Weir. So we're going to have a little hand check foul on that right side. Dribbling was Danberg. And the foul is going to be, I think they gave it 20 to uh, 34, T.J. Bailey. That will be his first. Four fouls on Pleasanton as a team. Only a couple of them against Axtell here with 7.18 to go in the second quarter. 14-13. Bulldogs lead the Wildcats. The ball is inbounded here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs in the lane. Shot's going to be a little bit short and rebounded by Eckel. So Eckel's going to lead the attack. He'll drive, runs into the defender, and he'll kiss it off the glass and in. A lot of contact, no call there. As trying to collect the, uh, the charge was Zach Heinrichs, and no call one way or the other. Heinrichs now has it in the offensive end. Largest lead of the game here for Pleasanton, 16-13. Heinrichs for three to tie it. No good, and rebounded by Westland. So Westland pulls down the board. On the bounce here is going to be Klein. Klein in the lane. Will kick the ball back out for Echol. Echol will dribble all the way through. Now has it on the right wing. He's picked up man-to-man here by Heinrichs. Both teams have gone man-to-man almost exclusively. Dixon will give it on the high post here for Bailey. Bailey drives, throws it in underneath, going on the ground to get it is Westland. Westland throws it, and Dixon now has the basketball, so Pleasanton will reset the offense. Give it around the perimeter. On the high post, they'll give it to Bailey. Bailey has the ball knocked out of his hands by Danberg. Bailey gets it back, tries to throw it back out, and by the time he gets all that done, it's a three-second violation. So Pleasanton will turn the ball over. Kind of a loose ball, but that doesn't erase. That three-second count. So Axtell's defense holds here. They trail by three, 16-13. It's been a tight game throughout. This is the largest lead either team has had. Brandon Runge with 6.03 to go in the second quarter. Drives the baseline, now backs out. Now he drives again on that right wing. Shot's no good. The tip by Danberg won't fall, and it's going to be rebounded by Westland. And now we're going to have a walk. Echol facing some good pressure by Heinrichs. He's going to be called for a turnover. Well, it got sloppy early on, but it's cleaned up here a little bit. For game number one, and quite frankly, Pleasanton having less than about four practices, they've played a pretty clean ball game. Right side, Heinrichs. He'll kick the ball clear to the left side for Runge. Runge, nice entry pass inside for Denberg. Denberg's shot going to be short, and Westland will pull down his third rebound of the first half. Eckel in the offensive end, and they'll get the ball on that uh, left side. Now at the high post where Bailey. Bailey in the lane, has to dump the ball back out here for Eckel. Eckel gives it back out uh, for Went as the freshman into the ball game right now. They give it left side here for Klein. He'll try a 15-foot jumper. That's going to be no good, and rebounded by Runge. So Runge pulls down the board, and he'll bring the ball up himself. Five minutes to go here before halftime. 16-13, 
We've had Lynn on the basket here for a little while for both these two squads. Weir is going to drive. Awkward-looking shot that's going to be no good, and Westland will pull down yet another rebound. On the attack here is going to be Brady Klein. Klein shot's no good. Rebounded by Danberg, and now we got a whistle. As we're going to have a little hand check foul called here on uh, Seth Eckel. That will be foul number one on the senior, Seth Eckel. And Heinrichs is going to inbound. He's asking for a little assistance, and that assistance will come from Calvin Johnson, who just checked back into the ballgame. Johnson has the ball inbounded to him. And he's got the dribble and gives now left side here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs with the direct traffic for four and a half to go before the break. And he'll dribble as he's picked up there man-to-man by Went. Trevin Went, the freshman, in the ballgame right now. Entry pass down low, posting up is going to be Pearson, and Pearson will get the bucket. Nick Pearson, nice little post move in underneath, and it's now 15. First bucket in a while for either one of these two squads. Right wing with the basketball is going to be Went. The freshman will kick it top of the circle here for Klein, and Klein will hit a three. Brady Klein strokes in the three-pointer. He's got six in the game. So now this is the largest lead for either team. Driving. Heinrichs elevates in the lane, scores. That was a nice little spin move as he elevates. Shot over the top of the defense. And now on the attack, long pass up ahead here for Wentz. And they kick it back out after the offensive rebound, but Axtell is going to turn the ball over. They took an extra step with it. Good job rebounding the basketball there by Westlin again. He's been a rebounding machine. But on the outlet pass, a little extra step, and now Heinrichs brings in the offensive end. He'll throw it between the circles here for Calvin Johnson. Entry pass backing in is Danberg. Danberg kiss-off last is good. Good post move there by Danberg to tie things up at 19 with 3.19 to go here in quarter number two. Eckel will bounce it. Here for Dixon. Dixon, kick into the corner. Baseline jumper by Westland's going to be no good. And we got a push on the rebound. That push will come from uh, Pleasanton. And that will be on Kessler Dixon. That will be his first foul. So that's now six fouls on Pleasanton. The next one would send Axtell to the free throw line. We're deadlocked at 19. Right side directing traffic here is Calvin Johnson. His entry pass is going to be intercepted. So Axtell is going to turn the ball over. Bulldogs have to slow down. Now they give it out here for Seth Eckel. Eckel kicks out here for Brady Klein. Klein gives left side for Trevin Went. He gave it away. Handoff back here for Went. He tries to enter it inside. And uh, Nick Pearson reached around there. I thought it was clean, but I think they're going to call him for a foul. Going to say he went through the back just a little bit. So Nick Pearson's going to be called for his first foul. Team's third with 2.40 to go here in the second quarter. Lobbed into the lane here to Westland. Westland shot going to be blocked, but there's a foul. I think everybody wearing purple thought Danberg got it clean, but he'll be called for his second foul of the night. Got him on the elbow. And Tice Westland will go to the free throw line. Two times here. Two opportunities to break at 19 all time. And the first one is off the heel and no good. 
Jacob Weir checking back into the game. For Axdell. So Danberg will come out after picking up that second foul. Westland spending a lot of time at the line with that substitution and everybody kind of finding a new home there with their rebounding positions. So second free throw is off the heel again. This time it is rebounded by Went, and Went will get the bucket. So nice job there by Went to uh, get the uh, rebound and bucket. Kick into the corner, three-pointer up and good. Great stroke over on that right side by Runge. So Runge hits the three-pointer. And now Pleasanton tries to answer and does. Draining the three on the left side is Brady Klein. Klein now has nine in the game. He's hit his last two three-pointers. We're in the offensive end and a timeout being taken by Axdell. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. 24-22, Pleasanton with lead Axtell with the timeout with a minute 56 to go in a second. Back after this. Lammers Truck Line, The River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are all very proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. The River Stop is the only stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas, refreshment, and to fill your tank. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. We are very proud to support our area athletes and coaches. Good luck, Bulldogs. Well, our timeout is brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Pleasanton 24, Axtell 22. A minute 56 to go here in a very entertaining and well-played basketball game. These two teams are going to win their fair share of games. Pleasanton already with a lot of respect, rated number 10 in the Omaha World Herald today as the rankings came out. Weir is going to inbound the basketball into the hands of Zach Heinrichs. Pleasanton will pick up the defense as soon as Heinrich dribbles across the letter A. Echo will pick him up, but they set a screen for him. They'll give it to Runge. Runge helps work the ball down low. Posting up here is Johnson. Johnson's shot's no good, but he's fouled. They quickly got it on that left wing. A nice little bounce pass to set up uh, Calvin Johnson on the baseline. And the sophomore will go to the free throw line. After the foul is called on Tice Westland. Westland with four rebounds. And now his first foul of the night. And the free throw is off the back of the heel and no good. So Johnson can't cash in on the foul just yet, but he'll have one more opportunity. And the second free throw is good. 24-23, Pleasanton with lead and the basketball. 99 seconds to go here before halftime. Went. The freshman helps work it back around the perimeter. Kessler Dixon's going to drive and has a shot blocked out of bounds. Calvin Johnson swatted out and away. Good help side defense there by Johnson. So they'll inbound on the baseline, will the Bulldogs. Triggering it in here is going to be Kessler Dixon, and he'll give it to Eckel. Eckel had to go up high, working against Heinrichs. He'll drive all the way in. He'll scoop and score. Seth Eckel drove all the way around, got the bucket. 
And now Heinrichs will bring it across. Set things up. 1-3-1 zone right now for Pleasanton. Little jump stop by Heinrichs. Shots off the iron. Bounces around. No good. Offensive rebound. Pulled down here by Pearson. Pearson's going to kick it back out. Heinrichs for 15. That shot won't fall either. So they miss a couple of opportunities. And finally pulling down the rebound there was Dixon. Dixon gives up a head here for Klein. Klein's shot is blocked out of bounds. Well, it was either Weir or the help side by Johnson. Both of them were there. I'm not sure which one got their arms on it. In any event, basketball goes over here to the Bulldogs as they inbound on the baseline. 54 seconds to go before halftime. Pleasanton with a three-point lead. They've led by as many as four. They get it to Westland. Westland working against the man-to-man here by Johnson. And we're going to have a hand check call here on Calvin Johnson. That'll be his second. And that's only going to be the fifth team foul here on Axtell. So the dogs will have to inbound it now with uh, 49 and a half seconds to go before the break. Triggering it in is Dixon. Dixon's pass going to be into the hands of the intended receiver. And coming up with it is Calvin Johnson. Johnson has his shot blocked and a great hustle save by Dixon. So Pleasanton gets the ball back in transition. Three-pointer by Klein. No good. Long rebound by Weir. Weir will drive, has his shot blocked out of bounds. Great hustle on both ends of the court. Everything is contested. Everything is fought for. And now making a substitution will be Pleasanton as Bailey comes back into the game. 30.9 to go as Axtell down by three. 26-23 will inbound the basketball. We'll back him off a little bit. Give room here for Brendan Runge to inbound it. They'll give it to Heinrichs. Heinrichs picked up man-to-man by Eckel. Pleasanton right now is man-to-man. We'll see whether or not they milk the clock here a little bit. Not closely, closely guarded. So Weir and Heinrichs right now playing catch. Eckel knows what they're up to, so he's going to put a little token pressure on. Now 10 seconds left. They switched here, so now Bailey is on Heinrichs. Heinrichs has it. Ball fake. With nice pass inside, wide open is Pearson, and Pearson is foul as he puts up the shot. Great ball fake to get three guys in the air by Heinrichs. He passed it to Pearson, and Pearson, had he gone straight up with it, would have had an easy bucket. As it is, he put up a little ball fake, and that gave the defense the opportunity to commit a foul. The foul is on Went. That'll be his first, and now two free throws coming up here for Pearson, and he missed the first. So there's no guarantee Pearson would have scored had he gone right up with it. But he had it at point-blank range. The free throw is up and good. He makes one out of the two. And there's 1.8 to go. Ball inbounded. Echol has it go off of his foot. And by the time Dixon picks up the basketball, the time has expired. And so we head to the locker rooms in a tight ball game. Pleasanton here in Axtell has a 26-22 lead. As we head to the locker room, we'll return with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. 
the hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com slash A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. At Friesen Ford and Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. When the weather changes, so can the performance of your transmission. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions, and we want to help you avoid getting stuck in the tough snow. If your 4x4 is not working or your transmission is not shifting correctly, bring it in now. Get your vehicle winter ready with free diagnostics available. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q, Kearney. Learn more at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Uh, we're at halftime where Pleasanton has a lead over Axdell, 26 to 24. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says, your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is a trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We're at halftime, Pleasanton with a two-point lead here, 26 to 24. Earlier, the Pleasanton girls took care of business winning it over Axdell 58-32 to and kind enough to join us to talk about it is Pleasanton head coach Jordan Ehrensdorf. I know I'm not in mid-season form uh, broadcasting games. It was a little sloppy to get things going here. I think you forced a lot of turnovers, which you wanted to do, but I think you guys turned the ball over a few more times than what you were comfortable with. Yeah, you know, I thought we played pretty well tonight for the first game of the year. Some things that kind of nagged on the girls a little bit was the uh, the turnovers. And then, you know, when we converted, when we forced them to turn the ball over, we didn't always convert, uh, meaning, you know, we went to the free throw line a lot tonight, and we shot a pretty poor percentage from the free throw line. So, you know, those are a couple disappointing things that we need to clean up going into tomorrow night. But, you know, some of that could be a tribute to first game, first game jitters, and knocked some rust off. But, uh, again, you defended well. I mean, you, you forced it, – it wasn't like just Axtell dribbled the ball off their foot. Uh, to force those turnovers, and I had you guys about 35 turnovers that you forced from those guys. A lot of it was stepping in there, making the steal, deflecting the ball, goes off of an uh, offensive player's shoulder. I mean, they were forced turnovers. Yeah, we did a good job. You know, we mixed it up a little bit tonight on our defenses. You know, I wanted to play man most of the game, but um, we were a little handsy and got ourselves into foul trouble, so that forced us to go to play some zone. When we went to the zone, we went to half court, we got a lot of deflections. Katie Leonard had a lot of steals. And, um, you know, Katie Nichols, I thought, passed the ball really well in transition tonight. And, and again, your, your shooting percentage was was really good, and I'm uh, trying to look that up here. I had, to, I think, over 40% uh, shooting on the night, 40.4%. 
a lot of that is because a lot of points in the paint, a lot of layups. Yeah, yeah. you know, we did shoot the ball well tonight. Um, we had a lot of layups in transition. You know, the only about the only place we didn't shoot the ball very well was from the free throw line. So yeah, uh, again, I think your shooting percentage from three point range was not nah, was not quite as good as you shot from the uh, free throw line, but 15 to 31. The positive part of that, you did get to the free throw line 31 times. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, you know, we really want to, you know, Axel is playing that one three one, and we really want to attack those gaps, get to the ball to the elbow. Thought we, when we got the ball to the elbow and attacked the gaps, we did we did a pretty good job of going back door and getting the layups. And I thought you guys shot the ball pretty well. Uh, you know, Katie Nichols uh, hit a couple of the three pointers for you. That really opened things up. And Casey Pierce yeah. with three three pointers. I mean, I. I, I don't remember her taking a bad shot all night. No, uh, we would like Casey to be a lot more aggressive than she is. You know, I think she had 12. She finished tonight with 12 points, and she maybe shot the ball five times. So, you know, Casey's a, a girl that needs to have, you know, 12, at least 12 shot attempts every night. Um, so that's kind of a work in progress. When she figures that out, she's going to be, you know, an even better player because she's a good shooter and she's just an overall good player. Well, uh, you don't get it practice before you uh, play again tomorrow night uh, against Arcadia Loop City. Uh, but what are some things that, you know, after this first week, I mean, you, you kind of had a shorter period of practice anyway because of the long run with volleyball. But what are some things that you kind of still feel you guys need to work on? We need to get more physical. Um, we need to do a better job in, you know, in the paint, rebounding the ball. You know, tomorrow night we're going to play a real, a real big Arcadia Loop City team that has a lot of size. Um, it's going to be Op, kind of opposite teams you know we're quick pretty fast athletic they have the size so you're gonna be watching two different games um you know and then we got to take care of the ball um and that'll come with time you know like you said volleyball season went long and then we had some bad weather last week so we've missed quite a few practices we're just kind of getting in the hang of things well go get him jordan appreciate thank time. you yep thanks for covering us all right jordan Aaronsdorf, the head basketball coach here for pleasanton as the lady bulldogs won tonight 58 to 32 we're here at halftime, and Pleasanton leads Axtell 26-24. We'll check the halftime numbers of the boys' game right after this. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel. For all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. 
pioneer with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Phillips Insurance Agency, providing crop insurance for over 40 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion into the private market. Find out about coverage available for hail, wind, and fire. Phillips Insurance is crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in central Nebraska area. Find us online at phillipsinsagency.com or call Scott, Nathan, or Kyle today. And welcome back here to Axtell. Let's check our halftime numbers. Pleasanton leads at 26 to 24. Bulldogs are being led by Seth Eckel. He's got 11 points and a rebound. Brady Klein has nine points, three rebounds. Kessler Dixon, a couple of points and a couple of boards. Tice Westland has two points and five rebounds. Trevin Went is uh, two uh, has two points, also two rebounds. Uh, very unofficially shooting here. 11 of 27 is Pleasanton, shooting right at 40%. They're three of six from three-point range for 50%. Only one out of four from the free-throw line, and unofficially they have 14 rebounds here in the first half. And again, take all those halftime numbers with a grain of salt. Meanwhile, for Axtell, they're being led by Tyler Danberg. He's got eight points, a couple of rebounds. Zach Heinrichs has six points, one board. Brandon Runge with six points and a rebound. Nick Pearson has three points, two rebounds, and uh, Calvin Johnson has one point in the game. A couple of rebounds here for Jake Weir as well. And again, Axtell shooting around 40%, 9 of 22 from the field, 2 of 5 from three-point range, and 4 out of 6 from the free-throw line. Once again, our halftime score, it is 26-24. Pleasanton has the lead, and they'll also have the basketball to start. The second half here, and we welcome you back to the broadcast booth, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. So Pleasanton with the opportunity to add on to their lead here early. They've led by as many as four, and that's been the largest lead either team has had. We've been playing this one pretty tight. So bringing in the offensive end here is going to be Seth Eckel on a backdoor cut on the baseline. That's Kessler Dixon backing in, working against Nick Pearson. Pearson shuts him off, so they'll kick it back around the perimeter. Giving that off here for Brady Klein. He'll flip it for Seth Eckel. Eckel passes right side for Jackson Keyshaw. Keyshaw drives, scoops, has the shot partially deflected and rebounded by Runge. So Runge will pull down the board and they'll get it up ahead here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs lost the handle. He's looking to pass it, and somebody zigged when they needed to zag, and Axtell's going to throw that one out of bounds. He looked out of the corner of his eye, facing all that pressure, and was trying to connect with one of his teammates, Pearson, I think, and Pearson broke to the uh, basket about the same time Heinrichs was passing the ball. So that was forced by some pretty good defense. That's a turnover, and Brady Klein now has the ball. It was knocked out of his hands momentarily by Weir, but picking it up now is T.J. Bailey. Bailey, little ball fake, jumper on the baseline, it's up and good. Dribbled down to that low block, backed out to the baseline, and then hit the shot, and Pleasanton has a four-point lead. This equals their largest lead of the game. Long pass up ahead, and the shot's going to be good. Dylan Danberg, Tyler Danberg, rather, gets the uh, long pass from midcourt by Heinrichs and gets an easy bucket. So Klein has it. Klein is being bodied there by uh, Weir, so they'll work back around the perimeter. 
They give it off here for Brady Klein. Klein off of a screen set by Bailey. We'll give it off here for Echol. Echol kicks now right side for T.J. Bailey. Bailey uses up his dribble, and they'll really pressure him, and deflecting the ball is Danberg. Loose ball picked up by Danberg. He'll drive, lost it on the way up, missed the shot. It's rebounded, and T.J. Bailey came down and I think bumped knees with Danberg, and he is rubbing that right knee that he's got a, uh, a brace on, and he's going to have to come off the court. I hope that's all that was, was a bump knee. He rubbed it initially. I hope it isn't more serious, but that is the knee that he does have the padding on. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location near you. It was abundantly clear that it was a knee, and they take Bailey off, and I do not think we will see him the rest of the night. He could not put any weight on that right foot. So the foul is whistled here on Danberg. That is going to be his third. And the ball kicked out here for Kessler Dixon. Dixon rolls it in that right side, but they couldn't quite get it over there to Brady Klein. Klein saying, I was held. That's why I couldn't get there. The officials did not see it. And so it will be a turnover. Heinrichs fakes in a little bit of pressure. Throws it over there for Weir. Back to Heinrichs. Now up ahead here for Rungi. Rungi on the baseline is going to drive. Shots no good. Offensive rebound. Kiss off glass. No good here for Tyler Danberg. And the ball is going to go out of bounds. And they're going to say it was uh, last touched here by Rungi. So basketball belongs here to the Bulldogs. Seth Eckel. We'll penetrate and kick here left side for Jackson Keyshaw. Keyshaw called for two quick fouls and picked up three fouls in the first three minutes of the basketball game. Entry pass down low. It's for Dixon. Dixon lost it, has to dribble out with it. He'll drive in the lane now. He's hit on the arm, and he'll go to the line and shoot a couple. That will be on Nick Pearson. And that will be his second foul. Team's second of the second half. And Dixon will go to the line to shoot two. The first one is off the heel and no good. Score remains Pleasanton 28, Axdell 26. Coach Heinrichs having his say with the official. Official now steps to midcourt. Second free throw is also no good. And we've got a push on the rebound. Going to be called against Pleasanton. Trying to get to the ball there is going to be Tice Westland. He'll be called for his second foul. First foul against the Dogs here in the second half. Heinrichs has the ball stripped away. Keyshaw with the steal on the drive. And it's going to be a foul on Jake Weir. Weir got a lot of basketball and a little bit of arm. And so Keyshaw will come up. With two free throws here. He's looking for his first points of the night and still looking because he missed the free throw. Score remains 28-26. Second free throw is up and good. So that'll add to the lead. Pleasanton now leads at 29-26. And we're going to have a uh, push called here on, I believe, Keyshaw. 
To my angle, it's hard to see if they gave it to 22. If it is, that's his fourth foul. Uh, it is on him. That's why he's pointing out to the bench, hey, Coach, hey, you probably need to pull me. And he's coming out, and Connor Hand will be his replacement. Heinrichs will dribble into a double team, but throw over the top of it, giving it to Runge. Runge gives it back to Heinrichs. Heinrichs will drive the baseline, has a screen. He'll elevate, shoots. Shot's going to be no good, and we got a foul on the rebound. That foul is going to be on Westland, I believe. And that will be his third. He got the rebound. They're going to say he got the rebound because he pushed. Ball inbounded here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs steps around hand. He's in the lane and in trouble, and he's going to need a timeout. So Dad will bail him out. Coach Heinrichs calls the timeout here with 6.57 to go here in the third quarter. It's Pleasanton 29, Axtell 26. We're back in 30 seconds. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Well, our timeout's brought to you by our good friends at ENT Physicians. As always, they're a longtime sponsor here on ESPN Radio. And our timeout's brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. And the Lopers break out the brooms in UNK volleyball, moves on 25-21, 25-17, and 25-16 over Oklahoma Baptist. The inbounds pass deflected off of the hands of Axtell, and it goes out of bounds, so that'll be a turnover. So basketball belongs here to uh, Pleasanton now, and they'll bring it across without much difficulty. Heinrichs will pick up the defense. Weir now will pressure the basketball as Hand will try to throw it inside. It'll be knocked off the hands of Nick Pearson and out of bounds. So Pleasanton with a three-point lead. Will inbound the baseline. And they get it here for Brady Klein. Klein working against the pressure. Weir as they go man-to-man. A little floater in the lane. Up and good. Brady Klein with a nice little floater. Almost a hook shot. And Pleasanton has a five-point lead. This is their largest lead of the game. On the bounce is Heinrichs. He'll give top of the circle here for Runge. Runge's going to drive. He's going to scoop. Too strong. Offensive rebound. Off glass. Off the iron and no good. Danberg can't pull it down. And pulling down the rebound and traveling with the basketball. He lost his footing there. was Tice Westland. So Westland got the uh, rebound. That's the good news. Problem is he turned the ball over. And Danberg couldn't do anything with the offensive rebound. So they'll throw the ball near midcourt. Backing in here is going to be Brennan Runge. Runge will drive, loses the basketball into the hands of uh, Brady Klein. Klein on the attack will slow it down, giving it to Eckel. Now Klein will set up the half-court offense. Hand has it midway through the third quarter. Dixon on the low block. He'll scoop, and the shot's going to be no good 
Loose ball rolls out here for Tice Westland. Westland comes up with it. He'll lean in, can't get the shot to fall, and then he's going to be fouled. Well, there's a foul on the play here. I'm not so sure it's going to be him that's fouled. Doesn't really matter because they're going to be inbounding the basketball. The foul will be on Nick Pearson, and it will be his third of the game. And the Bulldogs will have to inbound on the baseline. It'll be Hand that triggers it in, and he'll throw it in the lane for Westland. Westland will drive, and they're going to say he had trouble with the footing, and that'll be a Pleasanton turnover. So Pleasanton has led much of the second half. We were back and forth quite a bit in the first quarter and a half. And Axtell hasn't led in quite some time. Weir on the drive, off the back of the heel, on the attack, no good. Wildcats fighting for the basketball, can't really come up with it. The ball is saved, but into the hands of Dixon. So Dixon will get credit for the uh, rebound, and then he's going to be fouled. And that'll be on Jake Weir, his second. Five as a team now on Axtell here with 3.25 to go in the third quarter. At the elbow, Tice Westland has it. Dribbles into the lane. Kicks it back out here for Klein. Klein will attack. Kick back out for Hand. Hand's three-pointer is too strong. And rebounded by Johnson. So Johnson pulls down the board. And on the dribble here is going to be Heinrichs. Heinrichs elevates from 15. And he'll score. Heinrichs has dribbled to an open area. Elevated over the top of the defense. And now Seth Eckel is going to drive. Trying to answer right back. And he's going to be fouled on the floor. Before the shot. And that will be on Pearson again. Yep, that's going to be his fourth. And inbounds it. And it's going to be knocked out of bounds here by Calvin Johnson stepping through there. Jerome Bergstrom is going to come into the game for Pearson, who picked up his fourth foul a moment ago. They're going to have to protect him with a little bit less than three minutes to go here in the third quarter. 31-28, Pleasanton with the lead and the basketball. Echol gets it bounced into him. He'll dribble out to the right wing. Now drive, and he'll tip it out here for Connor Hand as he lost it. Hand with a high dribble. They're going to call that a carry. So another turnover here on Pleasanton. Again, you're always going to be rusty. You're going to have those first game. We're not looking very smooth kind of things, but especially for a team that, well, not long ago was playing for a state basketball title. So Pleasanton has shown their rust here a little bit. Weir has it top of the circle, gives it here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs will fire a three, put up the three, and he is fouled on the shot. I believe they're going to say it's on the shot and not the box out afterwards. Or is it on the box out? No, it's on the box out. In any event, ball is going to stay here with Axtell. Foul is going to be on Seth Eckel. That is going to be his second. Now that I'm processing the play, I think that's probably the right call that it's not a shooting foul. Ball's inbounded. Bounce now inside here for Calvin Johnson. Johnson shot no good. Fighting for the rebound. Coming up with it is Bergstrom. Bergstrom gets it inside here for Calvin Johnson. Johnson in the land of Giants. He's trying to go back up. Does. Takes it off glass. No good. And finally, 
Pulling down the rebound is going to be Dixon. And Dixon will get the ball out here for Brady Klein. Klein. They wanted a foul, did Axtell. And they'll enter the ball inside. Wide open is going to be Tice Westland. Nice bounce pass by Klein to set up Westland for the easy bucket. So crossing over on the dribble here is going to be Runge. Runge gives left side for Soderquist. Colin Soderquist will kick the ball out top of the circle here for Johnson. Johnson, top of the circle, minute 35, uses the dribble, and he'll enter it inside here for Danberg. Danberg will roll over and hit the bucket. Nice little pivot move there by Danberg, and he hits a badly needed bucket here for Axtell, who was down by five, and now on the attack here is Brady Klein, and Klein is going to get himself to the free throw line. Be two free throws here, but that will put Pleasanton in the bonus from here on out. The foul is going to be on Soderquist. Colin Soderquist, his first foul of the season. And the free throw is up, and it is good for Brady Klein. So Klein now with 12 in the game. Second free throw is up off the heel and no good and we've got a foul on the rebound that will go against Pleasanton that will go against uh, Dixon Kessler Dixon called for his first foul of excuse me his second foul team's fifth of the second half and that allows Pleasanton the opportunity to put the pressure on Colin Soderquist brings it in the offensive end and he'll bounce it on this right side for Zach Heinrichs. Heinrichs working against Eckel. Now creates a little bit of space as he has it between the circles. He's going to direct traffic. He moves Soderquist. He'll get a screen here from Bergstrom. Dribble down to the baseline. Heinrichs has it. Little ball fake. Turn around jumper. Off the iron and no good. And rebounded by Dixon. So Dixon will pull down the board. Long pass up ahead and it's going to go off the hands of Craig Kingston and out of bounds. So Pleasanton trying to attack. There's certain turnovers you don't mind. That's one of them because if they're able to make the connection there with Kingston, it's a layup. Sometimes you don't mind risking the ball for an easy bucket if you can make the catch. 46.7 to go here for Axtell, who trails it 34-30. to And I don't think we're in the market to milk the clock for the final shot just yet. Rungi. He'll drive in the lane, and there's going to be a block called here on Seth Eckel. The officials confer whether or not he was going up yet, and they're going to say no. So Eckel called for his third foul of the game. It will be a one-and-one. One. It was on the floor. And so Brennan Rungi will step to the line for the front end of a one-and-one. 32 seconds left. Pleasanton, 34. Axdell, 30. Free throw is up and good. So that earns Brennan Runge. One more shot from the line. He's got seven points on the evening. And his second free throw hits the front of the rim, but nice shooter's touch. Gets it to roll over the top and in. Two-point ball game. Seth Eckel in the offensive end quickly. He'll dribble to the free throw line, kick here on the left side for Westland. 
Westland uses up his dribble. We'll kick the ball back out here for Went. And Went, the freshman, will drive in, missed the shot, gets his own rebound, kisses it off the glass and in. So Trevin Went makes the putback after the miss. Eight seconds left. Steal being made here by Westland. Westland will give it to Dixon, and Dixon's fouled from behind. And that will send Pleasanton to the free throw line with 2.3 seconds to go. The foul is going to be assigned to uh, Zach Heinrichs, just his first of the game. And Kessler Dixon will go to the free throw line for the front end of a one and one with 2.3 to go. So the free throw is off the back of the heel. No good. Rebounded. Long throw here by Brennan Runge. Well short. And that will do it. We'll head to the fourth quarter. Pleasanton 36, Axtell 32. We'll be back with the fourth quarter right after this. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat, and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales, and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. People you know, community people, people you know, community people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us, Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, community people you know. Axdell with the first possession of the second half of the uh, fourth quarter here. And they try a little bounce pass in the lane. Oh, the offensive player tripped and fell. It goes out of bounds. And so it will be Pleasanton basketball. So Pleasanton will bring in the offensive end here after the Axdell turnover, looking to add on to a 36-32 lead. This is their first possession of the final quarter. They set a nice little screen here for Brady Klein. He'll shoot an open three. It's no good. And the rebound by Danberg. So that'll end the possession here as Axdell brings in the offensive end. Danberg drilled it up himself. Gives it to Johnson now. 
Johnson gives to Heinrichs. Heinrichs is working against Echo. He'll take it in the lane. Step through. Scoops. Can't get the shot to fall. And it's rebounded by Tice Westland. Westland's had a nice night rebounding the ball. Entry pass down low here for Westland. Westland puts up the shot. It's blocked. Loose ball picked up by Pleasanton. Pleasanton gets the bucket. Good hard work in there. And Kessler Dixon is able to make the putback. And in transition, they're going to fire the three by Heinrichs. It's no good. And the long rebound is pulled down by Trevin Went. So Went pulls down the board after the missed three. And now driving the baseline is going to be Brady Klein. Klein has it stripped away by Pearson. So Axdell forces the turnover. Driving is Heinrichs, and Heinrichs will hit the bucket in the lane. It was contested. He had to alter his shot because of the red jerseys in front of him, and Heinrichs hits the bucket to make it a four-point ball game. And now the officials are going to get together to say, is it a walk or is it a foul? And they're going to call a travel here on Pleasanton. Driving in was Echol. Echol had some contact, but I think he may have walked with it beforehand. And I've often said, if the officials huddle up and you put all three sets of eyes on it, you don't complain about the call. Although I do think there was somebody on that far side complaining about the call and the officials having a quick discussion with uh, some fans from Pleasanton. It all's well that ends well as Heinrichs brings it in the offensive end. He dribbles behind his back. Eckel slaps it away momentarily, but Heinrichs gets it back. Dribbles up to the free throw line and hits the three. Eckel an eyelash away from making the steal, but he got out of position and Heinrichs made him pay. 38-37. One-point ball game. Axel has never led here in the second half. Dixon. Hands entry pass. Knocked away. Dixon tried to get it back, and he's the last to touch it as it goes out of bounds. The entry pass was deflected momentarily there by Pearson. Dixon tried to get it back, and he knocks it out of bounds. So Axtell forces the Pleasanton turnover. And now a chance for Axtell to have their first lead of the second half. They have not led since late in the first quarter, I believe. I know they haven't led since halftime. Kick here on the left side. Rungi will elevate, and his shot is short, saved, but into the hands of Kessler Dixon. So Dixon will get the rebound. On the run here is Echol. Echol's going to scoop and score. Well, they saved it underneath the offensive end, but into the hands of Pleasanton, and Pleasanton had a numbers advantage, and they cash in on it. As driving in is Seth Echol to hit the bucket. He is hit on the body by Zach Heinrichs. Heinrichs called for his second foul, and Echol with the and-one opportunity, and it is good. 41-37. Axtell, a little bit ago, had a chance to take the lead, but now... Pleasanton has a four-point lead again. At the elbow, Johnson has it. He wants it back after passing it away. He's got it top of the circle now. Defending him is Keyshaw. And he'll shoot. Fire along two. No good. Rebounded by Axtell. Entry pass on the inside. It's going to be knocked away. Klein comes up with it. Klein gives it to Echol. Echol's going to drive. That shot is going to be too strong. And they try to save it. And they're going to say it was uh, out of bounds. I think the official just pointed the wrong direction there. Yeah, that is going to be Axtell basketball. The back official pointed the other direction. And that was just uh, meaning one thing and signaling the other. So Zach Heinrichs will bring in the offensive end. Weir 
We'll kick the ball around on that right side. Runge for three. No good. Rebounded by Keyshaw. So Keyshaw pulls down the board, and he'll bring in the offensive end. The player of the month kisses it off the glass, and it's up and in. Again, our athlete of the month brought to you by B&B Carpenter and Donovan, and he just scored a bucket a moment ago. And here's Zach Heinrichs on the baseline. They shut him off, so he'll kick the ball back out here for Brendan Runge. Runge, he'll drive, he'll shoot, off the iron, no good. Gets his own rebound, had somehow found him. Runge's going to fire a three and hit the three. Brendan Runge missed the shot, but then drains the three-pointer, and a timeout being taken here by Axel. 43-40. Four minutes to go in the game. We're back right after this. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. And the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl will be our winners. List at PlatteRiverPreps.com brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. And our Athletes of the Month are Jackson Keyshaw of Pleasanton in football and Nadia Van Slyke, Arcadia Loop City Volleyball, and they'll get together, in a sense, tomorrow as uh, Pleasanton will be taking on Arcadia Loop City in basketball. Brady Klein has it in the offensive end here for Pleasanton. He'll bounce it out for South Echo. Echo penetrates, kicks right side for Keyshaw, and Keyshaw drains the three. 46-40, Pleasanton with the lead. During the timeout, Coach Heinrichs told his Axtell Wildcats about mental toughness. They need it now. Heinrichs has the ball inside. And Kessler Dixon tied it up and then reached around and grabbed Heinrichs again. And that met with disapproval of Axtell. But it's a held ball, and the possession arrow is pointing to Pleasanton. I didn't think anything dirty about it. Eckel in the offensive end. And cutting through here is Brady Klein. Klein drives. Was losing the ball, but was able to lean in and get the body so he'll go to the line because of the foul. Victimized by the play is Jake Weir. He'll be called for his third foul of the game, and Brady Klein drawing the foul. will get two trips to the free throw line, and the first shot is off the mark. 46-40, 3 to go, fourth quarter. Pleasanton has led throughout. Throughout the second half, anyway, we went back and forth quite a bit in the first quarter. Timeout being taken here by Pleasanton. They'll take a full timeout with 3.11 to go here in the fourth quarter. They lead it 
47-40. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Back after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Well, 47-40 here with 3.11 to go in the fourth quarter. There's uh, free basketball for you over on Power 99 because Ravenna and Amherst are tied at 59, and they're about ready to start the first overtime there. Our timeout here is brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Brendan Runge across the timeline. Wildcats need a bucket here. It's not quite panic time yet. He'll drive. He'll scoop. He'll hit it out the back of the iron. It's bouncing around. It's no good. Rebound tipped back out to Runge. Runge has it. Kicks it out. Here's a three. Going to be no good for Weir. And rebound by Weir. Weir gets it, and he'll give it out here for Heinrichs. So a couple of opportunities here for the Wildcats. Heinrichs will penetrate. Kick out here for Runge. Runge, he's going to fire a three-pointer. That's going to be no good. Another offensive rebound by Weir. Can't get that one to go. Another rebound as they miss it. And then we've got a whistle. That's going to be a hell ball. And the possession arrow is pointing to Axtell. So Axtell will keep the possession here. Down 47-40 with two and a half to go. Pearson's going to inbound it. He gives it to Heinrichs on that right side. Heinrichs right with him is Eckel. Eckel's played great defense on Heinrichs all night. Even though Heinrichs has 13. Heinrichs will drive in the lane. He'll kiss it off the glass. It rolled around. Goes back off the glass and in. Zach Heinrichs with 15 in the game. Cuts it down to a five-point contest. Seth Eckel will kick here left wing for Brady Klein. Klein now to Dixon, top of the circle. Over on that left side for Klein. Man-to-man is is the, the Wildcats. A quick little drive and flip. Missed. Rebounded by Danberg. So Danberg will get the ball back up ahead here. They'll give it to uh, Weir, and Weir gives it to Heinrichs. Minute 48 to go. Axtell down 42-47. Bouncing is Heinrichs, and again, right with him is Eckel. Kick out here. Here's a three-pointer by Weir. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Kessler-Dixon. So Dixon will pull down the board for Pleasanton, and they'll bring it up ahead, and Pleasanton passes it up to Brady Klein, and Klein was not looking for the ball from Seth Eckel. That's a painful, unforced error. That will give Axtell a little bit more life here. Minute and a half to go in the game. Pleasanton gets the ball back. Excuse me, Axtell gets the ball back. Weir will give it off here for Runge. Weir will set a screen for Runge. Runge will take it top of the circle. And he'll step through. He ran into the defense. That's what they're going to call a block. They're going to say Westland gave up some room. He was there plenty of time. 
But Tice Westland is going to be called for the block here. And that will shut the clock off. And we'll hand the basketball here for Brennan Runge. Runge will have the front end of a one-and-one. That's all he's guaranteed here. The free throw is up, and it is good. And he has earned a second shot. 47-43. Little things like hitting free throws. Axtell needs to do those little things that they're going to upset the number 10 team in the state. And Runge hits both free throws. 47-44. Minute 14 to go. Klein will bring the ball up ahead here for Westland. And a timeout being taken by Coach Vetter. Minute eight to go, fourth quarter. Pleasanton 47, XL 44. Bulldogs inbound the ball after this timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. Aurora Cooperative is excited to launch Prairie Valley Seed Brand into the market. Prairie Valley has one goal in mind, and that's to help you grow. While providing cutting-edge genetics and technology packages in combination with our customized seed placement approach, you can rest assured that your seeds will work as hard as you do. At Prairie Valley Seed, we'll push the boundaries in seed innovation so you can push the boundaries in farming. Prairie Valley Seeds, grow without limits. Tougher together, Aurora and you. The internet streaming of all of our high school games on Plant River Radio Group of Stations and at PlantRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. And we've got a good one here. Give you a quick game reset. Both teams are in the bonus. Pleasanton is actually in the double bonus. The uh, possession arrow is pointing to Axtell, I believe. But my vantage point, hard to tell for sure. 47-44, both teams still have uh, a myriad of timeouts left. The timeout's really not much of an issue. Three left for Axtell, four for Pleasanton. Brady Klein has the ball inbounded to him, and he'll give it off on this left side for Keyshaw. Jackson Keyshaw throws it top of the circle here for Echo. Echo's going to drive, and he's going to be fouled by Zach Heinrichs. That's going to be two free throws. It's more of a getting your feet caught up more than anything on that, but it definitely was a foul. So Heinrichs is going to be called for his fourth foul of the game, but they got to keep him out there. And Seth Echel will go to the free throw line for two, and the first one's no good. It'll stay a one-possession game with 58.8 to go unless the second free throw by Echel is good. And it is. 48-44. Heinrichs used up his dribble, nearly walked with it. He did not, and he'll give it to Runge. And wherever Runge goes, he'll put up a quick three-pointer. It's no good. And Klein pulls down a huge rebound here for Pleasanton. Big rebound for Klein. Pass up ahead here for Echo. 37 seconds left. They'll give it right side here for Keyshaw. And we're going to have a little hand check foul called, and Keyshaw will go to the free throw line. What I was starting to say before the quick trigger, Zach Heinrichs, wherever he goes, Seth Eckel was right with him. That's why Rungi was the one that tried that contested three-pointer instead of the senior. Two free throws coming up for Jackson Keyshaw. He missed the first. And now he'll have the second. And he missed that one as well. Rebounded by Axdell. Dribbling out with it is going to be Weir. 
Gives it to Heinrichs. Heinrichs will penetration kick out here for Runge. Runge hits a three-pointer. Brennan Runge hits the big three-pointer to make it a one-point ball game. 48-47, 24 seconds to go. Timeout, Axtell. And we'll take the timeout with them. Brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers and Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. Well, a good one brewing here. Brennan Runge drains a three-pointer with 23.8 seconds to go to make it a one-point ball game. One timeout left for Axtell. Pleasanton has four, I believe. And Pleasanton, if they have trouble inbounding the ball... They can call the timeout if they like. They can run the baseline as well. They'll face full court pressure here. Jackson Keyshaw will quarterback the inbounds play. And they'll give it to Brady Klein, and Klein is fouled immediately by Jake Weir. And that will be the fourth on Weir. He has four. Pearson has four. Heinrichs has three. And Jackson Keyshaw to the free throw line to shoot two, and the first one is no good. Well, Pleasanton now 8 of 19 from the free throw line. If this gets away from him, that'll be one of the stats you can look at. Second free throw is also no good. Offensive rebound. The layup, no good for Kessler-Dixon. It's tipped out, and coming up with a basketball is going to be Seth Eckel. Oh, my, a great opportunity there. Twofold. One for Axtell because of the missed shot after the rebound, and Pleasanton had a point-blank shot after the offensive rebound. The foul is going to be on Jake Weir. That is his fifth and final. So he'll come out of the game. Checking in for him will be Calvin Johnson. But now all eyes on Seth Eckel. He'll have two free throws. Right now it's a one-point ball game with 15.1 to go. And the free throw is no good. Pleasanton, 6 of 21 from the free throw line. Second free throw is also no good. Rebound by Axtell. So Axtell will bring in the offensive end, and they're going to call their final timeout. Pleasanton has a one-point lead. Axtell has the basketball with 9.7 seconds to go. We'll decide who wins this one right after this timeout. 
Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Well, Axdell inbound on the sideline, just on the north side of their bench near midcourt with plenty of time. They actually put a little time back on the clock. 10.2 is on the clock. Tyler Danberg has 12 points. Zach Heinrichs has 15. Brennan Runge has 16. So you got at least three guys that you feel very comfortable putting up a shot here with 10.2 to go. One-point ball game, 48-47. Ball is inbounded. Zach Heinrichs has it in the offensive end now. Has used up his dribble. They pressure him. They'll get the ball out here for Danberg. Danberg drives to the baseline. Has it knocked out of bounds behind him with .7 to go. And Axel cannot call a timeout and set something up. They're going to run inbound play number four. And Axel right now looks a little confused as they inbound the basketball. Have only .7 to go. And a 30-second timeout being taken here by Pleasanton. We'll keep it right here. 0.7 left. As Danberg was driving, had the ball knocked out of his hands from behind. It goes out of bounds, and you don't stop the clock until it goes out of bounds. It hit that back wall with only 0.7 left. Now you can catch and shoot in 0.7. Our timeout is brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Only a 30-second timeout, so Coach Heinrichs is able to draw something up here. Coach Vetter talking about what he wants to do with his defense. On the baseline, Brendan Rungi is going to inbound it, and they're going to line up all boxed shoulder-to-shoulder at the free-throw line as Axtell. They're all in that lane. Point seven to go. Rungate inbounded. Gets it top of the key. Danberg for three. Off the iron and no good. It would have counted had it gone. An open look from the three-point range for Tyler Danberg at the buzzer. And a great basketball game here as your final score is Pleasanton, 48, Axtell, 47. Great effort for both of these two teams. And the three-pointer at the horn by Danberg off the mark. He has 12 points in the ball game. Had a great basketball game, but couldn't come up with that buzzer beater with .7 to go. 48-47 is our final. We'll return to Axtell right after this timeout. Pedley Drug and Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, Hallie, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from everyone at Pedley Drug and Minden. 
Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Phillips Insurance Agency, providing crop insurance for over 40 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion into the private market. Find out about coverage available for hail, wind, and fire. Phillips Insurance is crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in central Nebraska area. Find us online at phillipsinsagency.com or call Scott, Nathan, or Kyle today. And welcome back. Time now for our New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment. A great game tonight, but the three-pointer at the buzzer, no good for Tyler Danberg. And so Pleasanton holds on for dear life, 48-47. to Let's check the numbers here for the Bulldogs. Leading the way was Seth Eckel. He had 15 points and a couple of rebounds. Also played a great evening of defense. Brady Klein had 13 points and four rebounds. Jackson Keyshaw had a little bit of foul trouble. Finished with six points and a couple of rebounds. Kessler Dixon had four points, nine rebounds. Tice Westland had four points, eight rebounds. Trevin Went had four points and four rebounds. T.J. Bailey, a couple points and a rebound in the game. Unofficially, I had Pleasanton being a 19 of 50, so shooting about 38% in the game. They were 4 of 12 from three-point range, 33%. They shot better from three-point range than they did from the free-throw line tonight. They were 6 of 22 for 27.3%. They had 30 rebounds in the game and turned the ball over uh, 15 times. Meanwhile, for Axtell, who fall to 0-1 on the season, but boy, they, they gave the number 10 team in the state a pretty good run. Brennan Runge finished with 16 points and five rebounds. Zach Heinrichs with 15 points and a rebound. Tyler Danberg had 12 points, six rebounds. Nick Pearson had three points, three rebounds. Uh, Calvin Johnson had one point and a rebound as well. 20 rebounds on the night. Turned the ball over uh, 11 times, so they took pretty good care of the basketball. They were 17 of 52 for about 33% from the field, and they were 5 of 19 from three-point range for 26%. Uh, They didn't get to the line enough, but they shot a pretty good percentage from the line where they finished 8 of 10 on the evening from the free throw line. So once again, your final score in this one, 48 to 47. Pleasanton able to hold on for dear life in this one and a relieved Jeff Vetter, uh, kind enough to join us here. And uh, boy, they they kept coming at you. There was a couple of times it looked like you guys might be able to get that, that distance and keep them at arm's length. 
But uh, Axdell keeps coming. Yeah, they're tough. You know, when you come in the game, it was going to be a tough one. It was it was not going to be an easy game either way. And uh, give Axdell kids a lot of credit. They battled hard. They're, you're right. There were times where I thought we were just on the verge of maybe blowing it open a little bit, getting a, maybe a 12-point lead or something, and they just wouldn't let us do it. They just came back and battled. And you got in a little foul trouble early on. Jackson Keekshaw caught uh, early foul trouble kind of without him uh, early on. And, and right now you haven't. You know, game number one, short number of practices, you haven't been able to kind of develop what do we do in that situation just yet. Yeah, and it was it was an ugly game. I mean, from my perspective, it was uh, not a very clean game at all. But when you've had five practices, right. and the first game, like you said, in the pregame, uh, or at halftime of the girls' game, first games are usually pretty ugly. Yeah. So hopefully we'll have some growth here in the next weeks, couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, like uh, we told them in the locker room, it's always good if you can win ugly. Yeah. It kind of goes with what I was going to say. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yep. And I think this is one of those games that's definitely going to make you stronger. What's a few things that you kind of talked to the boys at about in the locker room after this game was over? Well, I'm not sure how many offensive rebounds they have, but it had to be a ton. I mean, we got two kids that are almost 6'5", and they they controlled the ball, the uh, boards, as far as I could see. You know, Axtell did. Yeah. And they got a lot of a lot of buckets in tight. Um, the Henrik's kid, solid, solid ball player. The scouting report says he's going to penetrate the middle and do a spin move. He did it all night long, and we were never where we are supposed to be. So there's a lot of things we can take away from it. Offensively, I didn't think we executed well at all. Uh, but, again, it was an ugly game, and we got the ugly win. And, and it, that's great to have happen, but another area that, of kind of concern, I, another thing I kind of saw from you guys down the stretch, free throws, you guys just haven't had that many opportunities to practice free throws and being in that situation. I had you guys being 6 of 22 from the line in the game. That doesn't shock me. We were 9 of 27 at the Jamboree. Free throws has been an Achilles heel since I've been there. We work on them. Honestly, we haven't worked on them that much this year because we had so much else we had right. to cover in a short time. But, yeah, we're just, free throws are just killing us. I mean, you can't afford to be shooting 33% from the free throw line and play a quality team and come away with a win. But, again, let's tip our hat, though, to, to your guys. Uh, we talked about the tenacity of Axdell. You guys had to come off the mat a few times. They made a nice little run at you down the stretch, and you guys were able to do what you needed to do. Yeah, this group of kids, is uh, they're fighters. I mean, the one thing that I know is going to happen every night is they're going to go out and bust their butt. They're going to work hard. They're not going to back down. You know, they'll scramble for every loose ball. Um, so from that perspective, we're thrilled as coaches where they're at. And now we just got to refine a few things. And, and it, I don't, again, don't really want to single out a lot of guys, but Seth Echo, Seth Echo finished with 15 points. And I really thought overall his defense on Heinrichs was very good. Yeah, Seth, Seth's a really good ball player, and I'm glad to see he had 15 because, you know, he's a kid that that can score going to the hole. He can knock down the three. He can do a lot of things. He just hasn't been very confident in his abilities. And so we're really trying to get him to – step up, take that leadership role, and be able to attack the basket and score for us. All right, real quick, what do you know about Arcadia Loop City? I know they're good. You know, they had a, a deep run into the football playoffs. I know they're very athletic. Size-wise, they'll match up with us. Uh, it'll be a, a real difficult game for us tomorrow. All right, go get them, Coach. Appreciate right, time. Thank you. All right, Jeff Better, head basketball coach here for Pleasanton as uh, the number 10 Bulldogs survive here in Axtell, 48-47. to We'll step away for a moment, hopefully have a chance to talk with Coach Heinrichs. We'll continue with more of the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery's post-game show right after this. Lammers Truck Line, The River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are all very proud to support this high school sports broadcast. 
Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. The River Stop is the only stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas, refreshment, and to fill your tank. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. We are very proud to support our area athletes and coaches. Good luck, Bulldogs. Pleasanton Livestock is your source for Pearson headgates, shoots, tubs, and more, as well as feed, scale systems, alleys, and much more. Pleasanton Livestock likes to make it easy for their customers to find what they need with as little stress as possible. So make sure you visit their website at PearsonLivestockEQ.com. That's Pleasanton Livestock Quality Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat, and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales, and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT MarketSpace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. And welcome back here to Axtell as Pleasanton holds on for dear life, a final of uh, 48 to 47 in a well-played basketball game. And again, at last report, they were in their second overtime. Amherst and Ravenna tied at 67. That game is over on Power 99. We'll have more high school basketball for you tomorrow on Power 99 as well as uh, Sutton will be at Kearney Catholic to take on the Stars. That'll be a great doubleheader. And don't forget the Carney High Wrestling Invitational on uh, the afternoon, a Saturday afternoon on Power 99. And kind enough to join us is Axtell head coach Brad Heinrichs. And coach, a few times it seemed like you guys kind of got knocked down, but you guys kept coming off the mat. Yeah, we did. You know, the guys fought hard. It was a tough game. We knew it was going to be um, pleasant. has got a good basketball team. You know, uh, we let them kind of get away from us a little bit. By um, I thought they out-hustled us, especially for the first three quarters. And they out-rebounded us. We had trouble securing rebounds, which we we talked about. We thought that could be an issue. We really have to have a lot of emphasis on positioning and, and effort when it comes to rebounding. And, and they beat us up a little bit that way. Tonight, they kind of left the door open for us by missing some foul shots. And, um, you know, we had a chance there at the end. So, you know, it's a good game. Um, still got some things we can work on to shore things up. And and um, hopefully we're better next time we see them. And you had a you had a great look. I mean, uh, only point seven to go in the game. You guys, your inbounds play that was that was end up being a great look. Yeah, Tyler got a clean look. I thought maybe he was in from my vantage point there. Trajectory looked good, but it you know just rimmed out. So, you know, we, they did about all we could on that last play to get a, a decent shot, and uh, you know they executed it well. So, you know, we had a chance, but uh, you know really the groundwork was laid early which dug us a hole it was just always an uphill battle just to get within one get tied get within three 
and uh, we just got to do the dirty work a little bit better so we don't um, dig ourselves quite quite a hole like that. Uh, you, you got good balance scoring. You had Tyler finish with 12, uh, Zach finish with 15, Brendan Runge with 16 points on the night. Pretty balanced scoring. Is that going to be indicative of kind of what you see all night, I, uh, all uh, all season? I, I think so. You know, those those three that you just mentioned, probably uh, the guys that our team that score the ball the best. And and uh, Jake Ware didn't really get it going tonight, but he can shoot well as, as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, we got pretty good balance. Uh, up between Tyler and Zach and Runge, and, I, you know, I, I really like our backcourt. But, uh, you know, um, again, it boiled down to, to getting banged around inside a little bit, and that's something we need to work on. Well, uh, they're they're a big, strong physical mm-hmm. team, uh, but you know, if if they didn't box you out, you know they paid the price as well. You guys had some big rebounds down the stretch. We did, I, and then I thought the fourth quarter we uh, you know we matched their intensity and their effort, and uh, you know then things went away a little bit. We got some second chance points ourselves. We got the crowd into it a little bit, and uh, you know we, we're not good enough to take plays off or to take time off or to uh, not be playing with that intensity level the whole game. So. That's something we're trying to get across from them, uh, that we have to have our energy level cranked up and we have to have our mental toughness up the whole game. Uh, we're, we're not good enough just to, to, to push it on and off when we want. I don't think you're the type of person that believes in moral victories, but there are things that you probably can take from this game to build on and uh, maybe gain a little bit of confidence for your squad. Sure, and, uh, you know, I'd, I'd rather play a good, tough game like this right off the bat. You know, Pleasant's going to challenge you, and then if you're – you're not uh, sound, you know, they're going to expose that a little bit. And I told them we got, uh, you know, seven or eight of those games that we kind of put up on the board that are, you know, good, sound teams like that that are really going to be uh, a challenge. And, uh, you know, that, that's where you learn. That's where you grind. Uh, you know, we don't have a ton of players on our team. Or, you know, when we scrimmage, we can't put ten players out on the floor that are equal talent. So we really got to take advantage of times when we get challenged like that in a game and, and got to learn to grow through that and that's what we uh, try to talk about after the game all right let's talk real quick about Bertrand what are you going to see tomorrow you know uh, probably man defense maybe some one three one they always uh, shoot the ball well uh, they play well hard over there they're they're going to be no picnic so you know they lost some guys but they had a couple good uh, Ackerman kids back Jonah Nelson and the other uh, young post player a fine young players so um, we're gonna have our hands full hey good luck tomorrow Brent appreciate Thanks it. so much all right go get them that's Brent Heinrichs, head basketball coach here for Axtell. They fall ever so short against Pleasanton. 48-47 was the final score. And as we mentioned tomorrow, Power 99, we've got a great doubleheader for you uh, with, uh, with Sutton and Kearney Catholic in girls and boys basketball. They're still in their second overtime, Amherst and Ravenna, at last report. And then on uh, Friday, we'll have uh, plenty of football for you here on ESPN as we start a myriad of championship games from college football. The Pac-12 championship game will be tomorrow night. And then on Saturday here on ESPN Radio, the Big Ten championship game will kick off at 11. That will be followed by the SEC championship game and then the Big Ten championship game between Ohio State and Wisconsin in the evening. So a great championship triple header on Saturday. The uh, Pac-12 championship game tomorrow. So Plenty of football for you here on ESPN Radio. And don't forget wrestling also on Saturday afternoon from the Carney High Wrestling Invitational. Once again, your final. It was Pleasanton with a 48-47 win over Axtell in the boys' game. The girls' game top-ranked Pleasanton with a 58-32 win over the Wildcats. I'm Randy Bushcutter for engineer Nick Grimes back in the studios. Thanks so much for joining us. 
Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.